if you look at time as money, you start to value yourself differently. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, where we teach you to salon differently. After years of searching, we finally found a software that does it all. Introducing Aura Salonware. With Aura, you have the simple tools to streamline your business, such as a card on file, settings for hourly pricing, and even station sharing options. Implement communication boundaries with clients by interacting directly through Aura. Finally, a software that takes your business as seriously as you do. If you're interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com DTH to receive special discounts and promos. As a hairdresser, I know the struggle of managing your back bar, and that's where our friends at SalonScale come to play. While you weigh your products with their app, SalonScale automatically tracks your products used, making inventory management a breeze. Not to mention, they also save your formula. They are a digital solution for back bar management, and they really make it easy. You know we're both big on knowing your numbers, and SalonScale does just that. Visit salonscale.com DTH and use the code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off your first year. Do you ever feel like you're... Running out of time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my biggest fear in life is to not... It, it's funny, because I talked to my therapist about this. <laughs> and I think I told you last night, actually. there was So we were watching a show last night, and it the show said, In Memory of So-and-So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I turned to Sid and I said, That's my biggest nightmare. And I think you were like, What is? Yeah. Dying on set? <laughs> I'm like, no, having it say in memory of of a show you worked on. I, my biggest fear in life is that that would be my legacy. Mm. That I worked my whole life and it accumulated to in memory of. Got it. And then, like, uh, you're forgotten forever. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. And so that brings me to my other fear, which is that I'm going to die before I can do something with my life. And then I and then my partner's like, you are more known than a lot of people in your industry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not enough. And so time is a big deal to me. Not known enough. <laughs> yeah, time is a big deal to me. I like, I want, I don't want to run out of time. I, I don't know if any other creatives out there feel this, but I'm always like, I should probably like write a book and I should like, you know, yeah. I should teach another class and I, I know should we have meet a, more people. Just as a company, you and I have a and artists, we have a plethora of, of a list of ideas that yeah. we want to bring in the, you know, but it's just like... I think a lot of artistic people are like that. Like, I need to produce something that lives on. Yeah. And I know that... I, that was one of our things that we taught in coaching a lot. We would... Legacy work. We would do legacy work with them of like, what are you leaving behind? Like, can you still do what you're doing in five years? And I mean, everybody said no. Well, like... It's this isn't what I want to be. It's interesting too because some people have never thought about it. Some people have never thought about it. If I think about like, I like, think so, I think so quickly and I know you do too because we work quickly and thank God we have a team that is very comfortable with being uncomfortable because <laughs> we... Dealing with all of our changes that we make every We day. make changes so quickly because we don't, there isn't enough time. Yeah. I'm not going to try something for five years just to say that was a waste of time. Exactly. We're not wasting time here. And I think that's that's something big, you know, when... That's what the salon industry has been doing for years. Yeah, in the salon industry, you know, we've been teaching this, 
years before pandemic. I mean, pan- pandemic was the finally the, we were like, oh my God, like this is going to make people pause and see well, how I valuable actually, their time is. I thought people were going to, I thought we were, I thought our company was going to go under. I did not think that. I was like, because no one, we were online only yeah. prior to pandemic. And we had to fight people to c- get online, to get on Zoom. And finally, it's true. everyone- Pandemic was the most you influential know, we year were, for us. We were uh, not a, phys- we didn't have physical overhead. It was all virtual. I, you know, we talk a lot about charging for your time. And there's a lot of feedback on on charging for your time. And I think the feedback comes from not understanding the higher concept yeah. and consciousness of it because it's not simply just I charge yes, like, per second. Like we have a formula, we have a system, we have a breakdown and that's something we teach in our coaching program. But I think talking about the consciousness of like the why behind it all. It's very important. Yeah. And you know, we say to people all the time, I'm like, do what pricing system works for you. Yeah. This is what we're teaching and talking about it with this consciousness. And this is how it's working in in the setting for our students. But I think people put all this unnecessary competitive, like, well, that's wrong. And this is right. And, th- and it's just like, it's, oh, it's your business. Charge the way you want. Do what you want. We're going to do it this way. It's funny. And that's okay. Because I always think we have so many other methods that are super disruptive. Yeah. And this one I thought was the... Is the this least. This is pretty easy. But well, I, I, I have to tell you, I, hairdressers out there that aren't charging for their time, I, what are you charging for and how are you? How do you value it? Because um, it's, are it you charging be. for the, like I, so what I hear a lot is like, well, how do you um, make sure that you're getting your costs covered? Yeah. And I, we have the answer for that. Yeah. But my, but, but a bigger. Cost is included in our formula. But a bigger consciousness around it is, you never asked that before. Yeah. So when you made your price, the pricing that you had before hourly pricing, mm-hmm. you never questioned the cost of of that price. You just most likely copied what someone else did or you just, you know, your prices were set from somewhere else and you just kind of, you know, raised them $10. Raised, yeah, brought them over. A lot of people did the 5 or $10 braise every year. Yeah. And with like, no, which what's funny is that 5 or $10 every year, which why are we only raising a year if your retention's, you know, that's a whole different conversation. Nuts. But that 5 or $10, that's not even covering the cost of inflation within the it's past few years. It's not even covering <laughs> the gas that you're and using to get to work. And some people aren't raising it as, at all. So like even... But that's what makes me laugh is that... I could care less about an a la carte. One, if gender was removed, okay? But also two, if... I just don't get it. But also, like, if there was actual profitable raises happening, but there's not. I guess I just, in my head, and the reason we've always done hourly is Sid, Sid is a coloring specialist and I'm a cutting specialist. And wh- I don't think your time is any less or more valuable than mine. Yeah. To do my job does provide more cost. Yeah. For sure. But I'm making sure that my price point is effective enough to cover that cost so that my time value is still as valuable as yours right. and vice versa. But then you have the argument the other way, which is I shouldn't be charging as much because it doesn't cost me as much. We have but, coaches and students that are charging more than I charge as a colorist. That's very true. For a hour haircut. But I but I just there are some costs. It's good to know the cost of business and we and we do have a a new salon economics department um, at Destroy the Hairdresser coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to simplify that even more than it already is. It's going to help you with that so much. But our mission originally, and, it, and our mission still at DTH, is 
to help you change your consciousness first. We're not we're not providing spreadsheets first. We're not providing formulas first. We're we got to get the individual to the why th- think differently and to digest Critically the think. why. <laughs> yeah, like of course you have to factor in cost of product. Yeah, of, you you have to factor in way more than that. More than that. Yeah, but sometimes you have to coach people from from the other way. Yeah, from the top down, mm-hmm. not from the bottom up. And there's because a lot if of, not, it's reactive. Yeah, it doesn't it's just why are you doing this? I, because I thought I had to. Because everyone else is doing it. Because it's a, you know there's always it's like or well, it's let's too math. Yeah, or it's too math. You know, it's like well, you know, if I use I accidentally use some more, so I need to charge parts and labor, and it's like there's a way, <laughs> there's a way to understand that some things are a cost of business, mm-hmm. and you can still make money by simplifying pay structures. Yeah. But if you don't, if you can't grasp the consciousness of hourly pricing, mm-hmm. you're you're never gonna. If you're trying to do it backwards, like, well, let's do the math and figure it out. Yeah, we can math it out. We and we do. Absolutely. We do with each individual student. But if, but more importantly, is do you understand why time is valuable and why you should charge for time? It is the number one most. How do I want to say this? Abused, misused. <laughs> and it's a non-renewable resource, right? Yeah. It is like, we. the time is our greatest currency. And I think that people aren't valuing it the way that they should. Again, going back to my pandemic statement, there was this great pause, but I think a lot of people went back to doing what they've always done and it wasn't prioritizing their time. And so at DTH, like we really break that down like on a conscious level your time. I mean, we, we, if anything spread out, we really get our students to really look at all the time that they're spending on every little micro detail, yep. not just behind the chair, but in their life, in, in their admin work, in their social media work, and really being like, what can be I, cut out and what has to stay and what can be um, streamlined? Because like you said, it's like, it's, it's not renewable. And I think that was the thing. It's like when we watch people triple, double, quadruple book their day um, working seven, eight, eight, seven days a week. Sometimes it feels like eight. Eight days a week. Uh, you know, working 12-hour days. It's like, at what cost? And then they burn out and they go to a different career or they do something else. It just it just doesn't make sense to me. So, you know, uh, our students are working less than they ever have. They're and giving more, more time. That's a better, you know, uh, client connection. Do you think people think it's too good to be true? I mean, yeah, it is too good to be true, but it is true. <laughs> but do you think that's the assumption is like... How can you a, work less and make more? Yeah. Yeah, like this is not true or mm-hmm. it's it, it's too good to be true. It's a scam. I do think sometimes people hear our methods and they're like, that can't work. But what's funny is on the inside, we have so many people that are using them and it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I think people are afraid of hourly pricing because you finally have to... Uh, take personal responsibility for your time and yeah. how much that costs. And I think if you're like me and you're existential about everything, you like, if I'm worth, let's just say $100 an hour, mm-hmm. if I'm worth $100 an hour, that means I'm worth $2,400 in a day Yeah. times, you know, however many days I'm going to be alive, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like, if you look at that number, it's kind of interesting to be like, this is, and again, I'm... I, you're doing a 24-hour, like... I'm doing... Yeah. And also, like, d- you shouldn't just value your life in dollars. <laughs> uh, but if you do that, you it kind of 
sets a tone for you of like, oh my God, I need to figure out how to bring that much home. And then you work backwards. How do I now set up a business to do that? That's really the consciousness that DTH is a little more unlimited and bigger thinking and getting out of the rat race. And I always say the roller coaster of making more and then making less, then making more and then making less, then being slow and then being... It's really about hopefully getting our industry to a place where it's healthier. There's less ups and downs and I get paid almost a salary that I control. Yeah. And... It's it's painful sometimes it because painful. sometimes to make what you want to make means having really uncomfortable conversations or it means that you are setting a path to get to a certain place or, you know, there's sometimes we have our students think really big in a number that they want to take home. And we always focus on the take home, not revenue. And I think a lot of people are focused on, you know, their their service sales and whole like, oh, I'm a six figure hairdresser because they did six yeah. figures in service but sales. But they took home 85. No, but their take home sometimes is less than that. Like, yeah. you know, like 40 I've seen, you know, it depends on all yeah. of the factors of their expenses and everything like that and the cost. But at the same time, it's it's one of those things that it just let's let's just pause. Let's look at what we're doing. Let's look at what we're bringing in. Let's really figure out what we want to take home, what we what we want on that piece of paper at the end of the year, and how can we use like use our formula to really work it back. But our formula also is including being a human. Yeah, not just cost of business. Not just cost of business. Just the cost of being alive. Just the cost of being alive. Yeah, and that is time. What do you want in time? And I think that's the biggest focus that we put on it. And then we get into like also as a, you know, 100% queer owned company, finding a way to remove gendered pricing was a big thing. And time was also the solution for that. So when creating this method, we were thinking, how can we give more time back to the person who needs to live their life while not sacrificing their financial means and needs? And also, you know, removing really old, social, harmful systems. (laughs) We have partnered with HairStory, a product line that is good for our clients, our planet, and our bank account. Have you heard of New Wash? It's like a shampoo, but actually good for your hair. New Wash is a cleansing cream that cleans and conditions without the harsh foams and damaging detergents found in traditional shampoos. HairStory does things differently, creating more conscious options that respect the environment and your hair ecosystem. Ready to try New Wash for free? Visit hairstory.com slash DTH to get pro access today. Another thing that we hear a lot is that hourly pricing will cap your income mm-hmm. and or the fear of that, right? Mm-hmm. But I've said it before and it, and I will say it again. The only thing for a hairdresser that will cap your income is being completely booked. Yeah. Because you can raise or your price. Or closing your books. Oh my gosh. Or Whenever I see someone that's like they're closing their books. <clears throat> I'm too booked. I'm going to close their books. No, you're too booked. You got to raise your prices. Whenever I'm, I like, I'm in love with my brow girl, Jamie. Hi. In Chicago. Uprooted beauty. Can we start saying raise your rate instead of raise your prices? We say whatever the hell we want. Okay. Uh, our podcast, right? It is. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it isn't. Anyways, back to my brow girl. Whenever <laughs> she is already expensive and it is a priority to me, I prioritize spending money in her business. And um, it's mostly because I get so many compliments. So to me, that's value and where that's I'm key. spending my money. It's a priority to you. And um, every time she raises her prices, of course, my wallet goes, ee! but I'm so happy for her because she's getting so um, booked that 
She has to because yep. again, if you cap your books and you stop booking and you, I you're screwed. I shoot myself in the foot because I teach all the like. If I go to a massage therapist or if I have my nails done or whatever, if I go to someone, I'm like teaching them like you should do hourly and you should charge this. And then yeah, I, and then I've, I've told so many people to raise their <laughs> rates and then they do, and then I'm like, <laughs> then I'm fucked. Yeah, I don't, I'm like, oh shit, now I have to pay. But that. then it's just, but it's still it. worth it. Absolutely, and it's also okay if I couldn't afford her anymore. Absolutely, and I, her business needs to grow, and it deserves to grow, and her time is valuable, and her, her, you know, art and craft is valuable, and if that means that my financials can't handle it, it's, it's sad. It, it sucks, but I we, also, it's not a personal attack on me. We get so many brow technicians and nail technicians interested in and DTH. Lash, yeah. And la- yeah. That are so interested in the DTH methods and I love it because, and We've there are some in our some program. Them, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're out there and you're in the lash, nail, brow world, we do coach, we, we coach you the same techniques to your mm-hmm. business. Um, but it's just, I think there are people out there that totally get it. Yeah. They're on board. There are some people it takes a little bit longer to digest it and then there are others that are just like, I can't do that. I, and, but I, what I don't want to hear is, well, that would never work here. That that's it won't. Not true. If that's what you think, then it won't. Yeah, it's not true that it won't work there. It's true that you won't be able to do it. Yeah, and hourly pricing might not be for everyone, and that's also okay. Yeah, don't if if it's too much, don't do it. But also, don't don't put it down. You may do it in the future. That's our goal too. It destroy the hairdresser, keeping everyone future proof. Yeah, we're talking about twenty years from now, mm-hmm. and those who are always always. And so, if you're doing the things that we coach to. In today's world, you're going to you won't be behind mm-hmm. later on, um, and that's I think sometimes people forget forget that as well. But I, you know, when you look at hourly pricing and you start to look at time as money, which I know is cliche, but if you look at time as money, you start to value yourself differently. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I switched to hourly pricing, I started to being like. Is doing laundry valuable to me anymore? Mm-hmm. Or what like what is worth my like time? Like what's worth my time? And then if it's not worth my time, how do I pay someone else to do it? Or how, how do I do, make the money to be able to get to the Or that how do point? I make the money? Mm-hmm. To, yeah. You start to think differently about your business. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the real goal, not the just making more and working less. That's that's a symptom and a side effect of doing hourly. But the goal is to change the way that you look at life and business as a whole. I think I just want to be able to give hairdressers because I can only speak for hairdressers right now, but everybody more time in their life. I mean, I have never met someone on their deathbed that didn't say, I wish I had more time. Yeah. I was actually watching this lady talk recently. and I wish I wouldn't have worked so much. Yeah. Her her granddaughter asked her because now in her 70s, she's living the life that she's always wanted because she just had enough. And so she's she's living the life and her granddaughter asked her like, what would you do differently or advice that you would tell me? And she goes, I wish I wouldn't have worked so much. Like, I wish I wouldn't have cared so much about the things that I thought were important. And you know, that is hard in the moment to grasp and think about, but it's hard. I don't want to have regrets. It's hard if you have bills and kids and, but I, but I, and responsibilities and, but I think even then there's a way to find peace. And I think for hairdressers, charging for your time can give you that control yeah. over your life and, and some more peace. You know, the other thing too is I hear a lot of salon owners and hairdressers get really freaked out about money. Yeah, money's scary. 
but then you, but this is why we, this is really why we love, I love coaching is they, when they start coaching, they think we're going to talk about just their business. And then we start talking about their family and, Mm -hmm. you know, how long they've been married and their kids. And, and then, you know, you get close to people when you're, when you're coaching them. And then you come, then you find out that they have, they're, well, they're freaking out about money, but then you find out that they pay for everything in their family because they don't want, because they're embarrassed they're a hairdresser. Yeah. This is a true story. They're embarrassed that they're a hairdresser. And so they pay for everything to make it look like they're very successful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so you're not worried about money's not the problem. It's ego. The problem is the way you look and you're running out of money to prove something. Yep. And so in that coaching session, it was, we're going to stop giving money to every. We're going to stop today spending money on everyone. And all of a sudden, there was more money in the business. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there was, there was less. Peace. There was peace. There was no stress of there wasn't enough money in the account. It's like, oh, the, the problem wasn't the salon not making money yeah. in the situation. The problem was how the person was using it in their personal life. And that's why our coaching program is so different. Yes, you can you can take any coaching program. You can take any class and learn how to make more money. But if you are not learning how to stop certain behaviors or habits that are hurting the cash flow or hurting the way that you use money or hurting your business, but it's happening somewhere else, that if you don't have someone helping you with that, it doesn't matter how much money you make. You're not going to be able to keep it, hold it, use it, share it. That's the key. You said two things that are so, that I want to like really hit home. One, if you don't have someone helping you with that, I think everyone tries to do this on their own and it doesn't always mean obviously like obviously we we benefit or and really push having a coach right like yeah. <laughs> we know the benefit we have coaches our coaches have coaches like it just keeps going but having someone like a CPA or a financial advisor or an accountant or a mentor within money you know a financial mentor having someone to help you out but also you can put all your numbers in a spreadsheet and have the answer smacking you in the face and still using not math do it. And still not do it and still not be able to make it work. And it really comes down to how your belief systems around money are or what your belief systems around money are and your consciousness around what you want to do, what your time is, what you your financial wealth needs to be. And if you don't have all that, then it, math doesn't matter. In the end, hourly pricing is one of the best pricing systems. It is one of the clearest pricing systems. It is one of the most beneficial pricing systems. It is powerful beyond belief when you start utilizing it and using it to its fullest potential. It is also one of the scariest pricing systems to utilize. And that's why you have to work with someone to do it. And that's why you have to do this one-on-one. You can you can learn about it in, on this podcast. You can We can talk about it in concept. But if you're not working with someone to actually implement it into your business in a way that works, it, it's going to be very difficult, but it will change your life. You will be a different person because of the way that you charge for money. You will no longer be a service provider. You'll be an artist. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. You and I could go inject Botox faster than we could get our hair license mm-hmm. again. Yeah. That's and that doesn't scary. seem you right. You could paralyze someone's face. That doesn't seem right. Yeah.